0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to the show. In this episode, me Dan and my wife Maddie sat down and talked about our opening week of turkey season. It was probably the funnest opening week I've ever had turkey hunting. Well, something else I wanted to mention is for some reason the audio in the last two uh, shows have been kind of echoey on our end, and I'm trying to fix that. I'm, I'm uh, got got in my new studio here. I'm actually putting up. Uh, studio sound barriers as we speak. So that all should be fixed uh, next episode. Sorry about that. Just bear with me. It's not as bad uh, on this episode as it was uh, the first one in the new studio, but still has a little bit of an echo to it. All right. With that, got to thank a couple of my partners. The first one being Osseo Gear. Osseo Gear is a great option for whitetail hunters. They developed a premium line of bow hunting gear that will Rival any other clothing on the market in quality. I used some of it this week turkey hunting, and all their like hoodies and stuff having built-in face mask. And man, that was nice. I'm always like losing face masks and stuff, so having that built into the hoodie was was uh, was a great feature uh, for for turkey hunting. Uh, plus, you got a lifetime warranty on anything you buy from Oshea, which that's freaking awesome as well. They have a super unique camo pattern uh, and great technology in their garments to keep you comfortable in the stand or in the turkey woods or just wearing it around Walmart or something. So visit ASIOgear.com to get you some premium hunting clothing. Also, got to give a shout out to Exodus. No real ad reads this week for Exodus. Had a great conversation with Jake from Exodus last week. We recorded an episode that should be coming up on their show uh, pretty soon. They're great guys. I just want to kind of pitch their all their podcasts that they do. Uh, you got the Deer Gear Podcast that Cameron does. you got Land Podcast that Jake does. And, of course, Trail Cam Radio that they all kind of collaborate together on. Uh, Go check out all their material and their YouTube channel, Excess Outdoor Gear, and you guys will will be a better deer hunter because of it. Also, got to thank Stealth Outdoors, maker of probably the one product that I use in almost every aspect of my hunting. I just I was using my uh, my little chair for the blind uh, that I was sitting in turkey hunting and I had an, I had an idea I had I need to tape that dang uh, chair up that little folding chair that way the legs and stuff don't make noise on it with some stealth strips. If you guys haven't tried stealth strips yet. Get your hands on them. Go to stealthoutdoors.com. Right now is a great time to be tinkering with gear during the off season. Get everything nice and quiet and ready to go uh, for for your 2023 20, deer seasons and. And you, you'll, you won't be rushing around worrying about getting this or, or that done. Get your stuff taped up with stealth strips. And finally, of course, hunting beast gear. Makers of, in my opinion, the best mobile tree stand on the market. For the money, it's the lightest thing you can get for the size. And I think if you guys would just get your hands on it, um, put in those, those pre-orders to get you a beast stand, you won't regret it. It's been with me on almost every single one of my deer kills the last couple years and honestly it is something that uh, once you once you start using a mobile stand like the bee stand you'll never go back to um, something else so visit huntingbeastgear.com and get you a bee stand and Beast sticks all right let's get into the episode hey everybody hey everybody Hey, Maddie. Hi. <laughs> we have, a, uh, I guess, a uh, guest on tonight. Maddie's <laughs> going to join us because me and her went turkey hunting this weekend. And she's part of the hunt and ended up getting one. We we're going to talk about that. And Dan shot one this week, and things are rolling with turkey season this year for everybody, it seems like. She don't even get her own name? It's Josh and Maddie? Oh, yeah. I don't have an option for uh, – you can't put two names on. It's all one name. So anytime
1: I have a guest in here, it's always has to be.
2: That's right. I'm used to it. Yep.
1: Been that way since <laughs> we were. Hey, hey, Maddie, how come it's not uh, Maddie and Josh?
2: Yeah, it's always Josh and Maddie.
1: Yep. Uh,
0: alphabetical order, maybe. Something <laughs> like that. I don't know. Um. Has, have people been killing a bunch of turkeys in Wisconsin, Dan? Like, have you, does it seem like
1: you guys, our numbers are up from like last yeah. year, or the year before I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of turkeys out there, but they still seem a little bunched up, but, uh, they just started in my area. Um, in the last week or so, um, they're hand up in the morning and around nine or 10 o'clock they're henless and they're out searching. Yeah. I've seen a lot of that. So I don't see any cruising like in the mornings, but, uh, like late morning, like 9, 10 o'clock, then you see these toms all over the place on their own cruising right. all over the place. Right.
0: In Indiana, the first uh, um, few days here, we killed uh, just under 10,000 turkeys. And last mm-hmm. year, total, we killed 12,000. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, this is just uh, the first, first weekend. Yeah, first weekend. So I mean, that's not include, that, that those numbers aren't from today either. So uh, I'm sure there's more birds
1: to kill today. So we we're have on a uh, 200 acre farm. It's over 200 acres. It's a real big farm, and it lays out big, where they always allow me to to turkey hunt, and uh, it's a nice farm because you can drive around it and you can see all the spots where the turkeys uh, when they fly down. Yeah, and uh, I have not seen a turkey on that farm yet this year, and it's always loaded with them. Really? Yep. Hmm.
0: it may, it may just probably it could be just an Indiana thing too. You know, we may, maybe we had a good, good uh, uh, spring and then yeah, a good winter and um,
1: a lot of them made it through and all that. So I don't know a Wait, lot of right like, where I'm at. The big thing is the rain levels. If I get a lot yeah. of flooding after they nest. Uh, I think they lose a lot of eggs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: We had a real mild winter here this year. I don't remember it being it too like wet it, yeah. or anything. So someone I think Scott was saying the cicadas were a big thing. I guess we had like a bumper crop and six cicadas last year, and that really gets them healthy and uh allows them to survive a little longer or you know through a harder winter. So just I, do, I remember
2: the talk on like the cicadas being crazy. and Yeah. Stuff, so yeah. yeah they had, we had like a
0: crazy amount of cicadas yeah. in Southern Indiana. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're on track to kill a bunch of turkeys in Indiana this year. Yeah. Um, my, uh, I have a buddy of mine. He ended up coming and hunting one of the farms I can hunt. Um, they killed, I guess they killed five birds off his, his farm. And he was like, I'm, he's like, I'm not, uh, he goes, I don't want to kill any more off there. I won't be any there next year. So he came over. He killed one over on the, one of the farms I hunt. <laughs> uh, his, his brother-in-law owns it.
1: So he called him to see if he could come over there and end up killing one over there. But Sounds like you know. someone we know, Tyler Witt. If he uh, if he quit turkey hunting, our population would go up substantially. In this <laughs> Has he killed any this year yet? Do you know? I haven't heard nothing. I haven't I'm either. Sure, I'm sure he's been responsible for some kills because I can't see him sitting back and not – being involved right. in whether or not he's turkey hunting or not
0: yeah, he, he may not. A guy,
1: he be deer scouting or whatever. I mean, Jacob had a, uh, tag, that, um, I think it was the first week and I really wanted to go out and hunt with him, but I had some stuff I had to get done and I, I didn't, but I, I wanted to, I mean, it's fun, but to me, yeah. it's not the world. You know what I mean? It's turkeys. You right. Know? Right. Yeah. Um, I I'm slowly starting
0: to, enjoy it more and more every year. It seems like the more I learn and get better at it, it it becomes more fun. But um, you want to get into this little news story. I put a news story up that is kind of related to what we uh, were talking about here, just turkey hunting stuff. And let me get to share my screen here. This was something that I got emailed to me. from a meat eater email and subscribe to it's like a news news thing but this mississippi hunter harvested this once in a lifetime turkey they're they're, they're calling it it's a real super weird colored like an almost tan colored turkey um real unique i've never i don't know if i've ever seen a picture of a turkey a wild
1: turkey like that it looks kind of like that colored i don't know if you'd want to shoot one like that it costs you 1200 bucks because you have to mount it
2: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It said in the article, he said he he
0: took it right to the taxidermy shop. Um, so it was three
1: bearded, yeah, yeah. And, and then it also had three beards on it. What's interesting so, about the light colored ones that you shoot a white one or one that's got light coloring, they still yeah. have jet black beards,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. It almost looks that is crazy, uh, weird. Mm-hmm. It looks different, you know,
0: it's like it looks out of place or something, yeah. Um, have you seen, uh, there's some. I guess Michael Waddell killed one of those oscillating or whatever they're
1: called, those turkeys down there in Mexico. Have you seen them
0: things, Dan, those Mexican uh,
1: turkeys? I haven't paid much attention. You hear about it a lot. Of, you hear about people needing that one for their grand slam or whatever a lot.
0: Yeah, I, I guess I never really paid much attention either. And I uh, it popped up on my story or something. It was Michael Waddell killed one, and I was like uh, blown away at them things. They are the craziest looking turkeys i've ever seen i mean they they almost don't even look like a turkey more
1: like a peacock It look like somebody's pet right
0: yeah <laughs> they do and they're look they're super tiny too i mean or at least the one michael had i don't know they, it just looked like it was about this big you know mm-hmm. um it, it was a fraction of the size of a eastern turkey at least but um anyway oh that was cool you guys could see that white looking turkey that that guy in mississippi killed um so Dan, you want to talk about your turkey first, or it doesn't matter to me. we want to do it? Um, yeah. So this this turkey season, I definitely spent more time scouting than I've ever turkey uh, for turkey than I ever have. Um, I had my buddy Ben come down this this long over, over the weekend. He came down Thursday night, and then Maddie was going to hunt, and I was really dedicated trying to get us, get them both birds. And I'll talk about Ben's uh, our luck this weekend, but, um, yeah, I, it wasn't hard to find turkeys this year. I mean, there was turkeys everywhere here in yeah. Southern Indiana, it seemed like, um, and this is the first year I really set in, uh, ground blinds as well. I've never really put out ground blinds. I've set in one ground blind as when I was bow hunting, I, I bow hunted in one year and I set in a ground blind and shot one out of them. But man, I really kind of enjoyed it. Like I enjoyed, uh, scouting them and then setting up, a. A ground blind in areas I thought they'd be, and then I'm um, hunting those those ground blinds. I think it's probably just the deer hunter in me a little bit, you know. Um, you pref- you probably prefer running again,
1: gun, don't you, Dan? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny though, because the last couple of years I've been um, tent hunting a lot, and the reason yeah. the reason for that is because uh, that's what Dave always did. He sat in a tent and uh, held in a certain right. spot of land and. I just right. keep going there because that's where we yeah. I sat with him, you know. And the funny part is, is that when we sat there together, I always just really complained about it and said, well, I want to get out. <laughs> and now I go to the same kind of thing. But yeah. I, got, you know, I, I got them both ways last year because I got a few turkeys last year. Um, yeah. I, know, I think I got two. I think I got two or three. And then Rick got two or three. I don't remember exact numbers. But we don't, both did pretty good. Um, yeah. But we got a a couple of them running, gunning, and a couple of them out of the blinds, you know. And uh, I know I got one at Dave's, and I got that. I ended up shooting the kitten turkey. If you remember that one. Mm-hmm. Where you found those cats? Yeah, they're cats now, and I still have them. Oh really? Nobody ever came, got any of them? You want me to put one in a box, mail it to you? Huck would love it. Yeah, he does like
0: cats. (laughs) Anyway, just one though, and preferably a male. Yeah, Uh, sure. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no thanks.
0: Yeah, um, we we never we had one cat and our dog ended up killing it. Yeah. Mm. So, at, like he killed it as soon as he found out there was a cat <laughs> yeah. here. It was, not, it, it was not. It was. not
2: one of our dogs yet. Now. No, it was, no, was, it a was an outside dog. outside dog. Yeah. It
0: was. He's. Uh, yeah. It it survived like a, a day and then it, they met in the barn and it was not yeah. pretty, but. I guess that's animals for you, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, we uh, me and Huck actually went out and set up some ground blinds, just a couple of them, and uh, that evening before season kind of took a drive and there was turkeys out there in, in the field, you know, by the ground blind, and they went up and uh, roosted and then um, – me and Maddie got up that next day and, and that video, I didn't, I didn't catch it, uh, on camera, but that Jake that she shot, like flew right down into uh, over the top of the tent, like directly over the top of the tent and
1: then yeah. landed in the decoys.
2: Yeah.
1: I had the exact yeah. same thing happened with a hen and and oh, really? I didn't catch it on video because I was looking straight ahead and not, I never heard it coming or fly down or anything. It coasted right over me and landed at my decoy.
2: Well that's we
1: had because the sponsor on eyeballed me. So I just sat there. Yeah.
2: We had a bunch that we heard. We were listening to a bunch, you know, gobbling stuff uh to the left of us. And so we were paying attention over there and never heard this one. And it came from like behind us and flew over top of us. And I was like, oh, oh, there's one. And then once it turned around, you could tell it was a Jake, whatever. But yeah, we yeah, we weren't expecting it to come from that direction. So it kind of surprised
0: us. He was kind of spooky though. He was like putting on the you know around the decoys. As soon as he landed, he started putting. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. Scott told me sometimes if they can see the um decoys from the tree. Sometimes they can make him spooky, but just sometimes he said not it's not a hard rule, you know, like anything else. But I was asking, like, why was it putting? Like I I thought, I don't know.
1: You you know, I, were you using uh, um the tide wee blind? Yeah, yeah. See, so was I, and I had an abnormal amount of them see me. Like, really? they just gave me looks where you could tell that they could see something not right. And you go outside, and there's no way they're seeing through that mesh. Yeah. But it is a lot lighter in there. Like, when I was in the one that had the solid walls, no light came through. It was yeah. dark. It's, like, lit up in there. I don't yeah. know if you noticed that. Yeah. I think you could see my face, is what I think. Oh, Yeah.
2: I noticed um, that in your video actually, I think I said something about that. I said, Yeah, you can really see how much more light there is. Like when you were videoing inside the blind, you, you could see yeah. it. You know what I mean? Compared
0: to the one when you and Dave were in it, you know, it was just black in there. Yeah. Great. Um that that is pretty nice. Like that. I I wish um I wish they would have just instead of making the whole thing that material, just put like the top half. And that way you're like, you know, your legs and everything yeah. are see out mm-hmm. above your head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, them. then
1: that, you don't really you don't need to look down. You know, you're not looking at anything with your feet. It um, would be good if I had like one directional turkeys, and I had that black. They got one wall that's black, and you put yeah. the wall against your back. Mm-hmm. But uh, I had them coming from two different directions, so I got it the back against like the trees, and I'm looking yeah. left and right. Um. Yeah, but either way, I, I think too much light was getting into it. Mm-hmm. You spray paint the inside of it black, some of it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that'll fix it because I think it's like holes, right? That's letting the light in. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's true. Um I was thinking about that in there because a lot of times I'll wear like a black hoodie or something whenever I'm in a ground blind. And I was thinking about it in there. I'm like, I wonder if you should have on some camo or something to match that those you know, that uh, mesh or whatever you want to call that see through stuff. But
2: yeah.
0: yeah. Now my Jake that I shot did not care. I mean I was we were freaking moving around. Yeah, he had trying to open to,
2: another window and yeah. everything.
0: Um, he was also a Jake, so yeah, eh, you know that may have may have been part of it. Um, but yeah, it flew. That her turkey flew right over top of us, landed in the decoys, and she did a really good job, like being patient and never, <laughs> I was even like, yeah, All right, shoot, shoot, it, shoot, shoot it, because it, I was putting. You know, I was afraid it was gonna run off, and she took her time and smoked it.
2: Probably because I don't know any different. I didn't know what putting is or whatever. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah, I thought I was the anxious
0: one of the two us, and he is just
2: go go shoot. And I'm like, okay, I will. Let me. I, get, like...
0: I think I get more fired up when I'm with some like watching someone else yeah. do something than I do myself.
2: And I think I you can't hear it on the video, but I think I even said something like, okay, be quiet or calm down, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like before I put my I put my could... I put my headphones on and stuff. So I was yeah. like, okay, let, I'll do it. Like, yeah, like... that's what
0: I've been like. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. But this turkey, this turkey flies down our decoys, and she like reaches down and picks up her headphones, and she puts no, them I on my head.
2: head. I just had to, I forgot to put them like down. I was about to like shoot, and I was like, oh, I really don't want but to shoot without these headphones on. But. I didn't. I didn't say anything.
0: I just. just I let her. I mean, it's fine. He it worked still,
2: out. He was still in front of us, and I still had my light on him. So, or my whatever. Yeah. I, had a, I had a red light. For gun, my,
1: You what? What'd you use for gun, Maddie?
2: What did I use? It? It's, a 20,
0: it's a youth 20 gauge 870. And oh, I put a red dot. Do what? What kind of shells? It's a two and three quarter
1: inch TSS. Uh, it's hard to even Those find two and three group. quarter inch anymore. Yep. I got a they semi. Like- that'll only take two two and three quarters. I like using that sometimes. And yep. I have a hard time finding two and three quarters. Man, this little gun, I, I thought about taking
0: it up to Wisconsin because it's so light and compact and that. That TSS really does a good job on it. They're expensive. They're like $10 a shell though. That's amazing. But um Yeah,
2: he just he got it not too long before season just for me for turkey hunting. So we've no, had it
0: for a while. Oh it was? Yeah.
2: Oh no, you just got the new you put I got the, thing. the I
0: got the red dot yeah, before season. Dot,
2: that's yeah. Um because I before when we I mean it's been a few years since I went with him, but um I had a I don't even know
0: what you had me take then, but it was a different gun. It wasn't that one, but yeah, I don't remember either. But yeah, um, probably twelve gauge. To be honest yeah. with you, I
1: don't know I don't, anything we have. Yeah. Um, Have you ever messed around four tens, Dan? Mm, not a lot. I have one. I got one from Mom um, Dave's collection when he died. Oh. Mm. And, and I shot it in the yard, but not much. Yeah. Never really owned one besides that. Yeah. I mean, They're really for a turkey.
0: Yeah, yeah. A lot of people say if, they, if you use that TSS in that in the four ten, it's a pretty effective gun for like for someone like her, it's real small. But she had that twenty gauge, you you even like on the way walking back, you were like you, you like looked at me, you're like, oh, I didn't even realize I shot the gun. Like I didn't even feel it, or anything. yeah, like so, I
2: didn't feel afterwards like any soreness or anything like that. And I just don't, I don't shoot often at all. Like shoot guns often at all to be like used to any kind of you know recoil or anything. So it's nice when. I don't have to worry
1: about that. I guess so. But two and three quarter inch twenty gauge doesn't kick very much. I think a twenty gauge and, uh semi automatic would be a really good gun for. If you use yeah. a youth gun, a lot of times those youth like single break is what people give uh, uh kids and they'll give um, um light, light boned women or whatever you know. Yeah. Uh, they'll give them <laughs> a a break action uh, twelve gauge, right? Yeah. And, I, and they'll put a three inch shell in there or whatever, and it's a real light gun. Those light. Yeah. Way worse than the heavy guns. Yeah, Such a yeah. Better maneuver. But a semi-automatic has a, a a gas recoil. Yeah, you know, so it doesn't kick as much, and it's a heavier gun. Right, it's a pain to carry. But if you if you've got a, a strap on it, you know what I mean. Yeah. But if you put two and three quarter in, in something like that, and I think a twenty gauge is is a plenty effective gun. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. I bought a half one um, this year. Oh, because, did you? Uh, yeah, I, I, got an old crappy 12 gauge that ain't meant for turkeys. Um, yeah, usually I shoot at them like, three times. I've noticed that in some of your turkey videos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I went and bought a gun this year. I was I was really hoping to get Dave's gun. He left it for me, but uh, there was a family dispute and uh, um, a a brother in law stole the gun. Won't give it back.
2: Mm.
1: But uh, uh, I'm not getting involved in that. So I just went out and bought one. And uh, I went to Fleet Farm and the only thing they had was. Um, more guns uh, geared towards uh waterfall, but, uh, that'll work. And I picked out a, a, a Benelli, uh, uh, Benelli, Nova. It's a, cheap yeah. one, but it was, uh, really the only one I liked. I would have liked to have gotten a semi-automatic and paid a little money for it. And I probably end, will end up doing that, but I actually ended up liking the gun more than I thought I would. Um, after I bought it, uh, one of my coworkers, who's like a gun expert, he says, "Oh, those things rattle." And I got I got put it together; it doesn't rattle, so I'm I'm yeah. happy. But uh, it's a really big and heavy gun, and uh, I bought the the uh, the TSS like like you did, um, mm-hmm. but I bought uh, three and a half inch shells. Yeah, and uh, I thought that heavy gun wouldn't kick much, even though it's not like gas recoil. Right. It was like getting hit by a full swing from a, a, a baseball bat. Yeah, I don't know anybody um, young like a uh, could take that. I yeah. mean, it, it felt like it broke my arm. And oh, uh, I when I, when I, I shot think- a turkey, usually when you shoot a turkey, you're not even thinking about something like that. You don't feel nothing. Even yeah. then, and if you watched a video, you see the gun just fly. Yeah, <laughs> that thing really, really kicked with those big shells. And I think those TSS kick you more because it it just holds that wad together so tight in there that it just seemed to have more of a recoil because I bought the, uh, the Winchester shells too. Yep. Um, and I could not get a pattern out of those. So I went back and got the TSS. I got a pattern on them, but it wasn't real good. I yeah. About 40 yards. I had a pattern and I had to aim a little, uh, low. Like I would have to aim at the breast to hit the, the neck. Yeah. The TSS out to 60. I can aim right where I want to hit. And I got a real yeah, nice. Pack. That is
0: crazy. I, I have a vanilla Nova too, Dan. That's what I've used since I was 16. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I love that thing. But I, I have, I bought like a, I just use three and a half inch number fives. You know, I don't have any TSS on I there. I, I probably bought a freaking box of them years ago, you know, and I haven't shot enough turkeys to use them all up. But um, yeah, I may go to the, the TSS if I, I don't know. We'll see. My grandpa, I, I have an old uh, Remy. Remington 1100 semi-automatic, 20 gauge, and I'd like to um, I'd like to kill some turkeys with it. Just my grandpa's gun. I've killed plenty of stuff with it. I I killed a bunch of deer with it and stuff, but I've never deer uh, turkey hunted with it. But it's real lightweight and everything. Um, but yeah, Zeke Dan Zeke was saying that uh, uh, Zeke's little uh, Mossberg 500 Youth model kicks harder with uh, dove loads than
1: Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
0: With threats to our
1: nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Right? So,
0: you're probably on to something there. But you don't you don't feel like you need something different, do you? You, you were no, perfect. no. You're, yeah.
2: No, I did good, and I won't know any different if I don't get different. So.
0: Yeah, and it was a... Uh, I also bought her that like there's a neoprene um, shoulder mount and it like wraps around the stock where it makes it real comfortable for your cheek too. I bought that for it for yeah. So at least it blows a little bit of the, what little kick
1: there is of it.
0: You
2: did I everything. have a really hard time seeing you it to right again. Back, the Stock
1: right here. And I looked Yeah. There. Maybe that's why it kicks so much. You know? Yeah, maybe
0: so. <laughs> Maddie has a bad habit of getting it too high on her shoulder. Instead of getting it right here in like the pad of your shoulder, it'll creep up here and that, you know, that's going to kick more if you don't have it nice and solid. But
2: once again, I don't do it often enough to have a whatever routine yeah. or system or whatever.
0: Yeah, we just need to shoot more with them. But yeah. um, I don't know. She did, she did a great job. She was real nervous about how much they move around and stuff,
1: you know, because they do move a lot, you know. Yeah. But um, no, so how did it continue. go down? It, it flew down there. You got a bead on it. You shot it. Yep. walking out or what happened
0: so then yeah we were just like you know real quietly there was already more turkeys to our left out yeah that,
2: field. The, that group we had heard they finally flew down or whatever and they were all hanging out a little bit to the left and then while we were watching them that other one like came over ahead and i did my whole thing well then we look over and they're still over there most of them yeah. i don't know if they all were but most of them were the the
0: hens were gone they were nervous and they were hitting the woods. and that the other jake was like yeah. looking up at the decoys and he just slowly made his way all the way up to him. And he wouldn't come into him though.
2: No, he kind of went and then came back and then
0: Yeah, he wasn't going to come into him. And uh finally like, ah, screw this. I'm gonna shoot this thing. I had been, I have Ben coming, my buddy Ben coming this weekend, and then you know, maybe go with my dad and stuff. And uh he wasn't gonna come in. And so I just I was trying to get my gun out that the side window of that tide blind I have. And I got it out there and I could have shot him. But Maddie that it was like mostly closed, you know, so the camera wasn't picking the him camera up. The camera was focusing on the blind. Yeah. And you couldn't
2: see like through and so, it. So like I just said
0: me? I just said, get ready. And I just freaking I just drop that thing open and boom. <laughs> and, and she was on, <laughs> him, thankfully. Yeah. Um, he was pretty far away. I don't know how far he was, maybe forty or fifty yards. But yeah, definitely further um, than
2: mine.
0: Yep. But he dropped him. We we were tagged out. Um By like, yeah.
2: Just after seven or something. Yeah, she
0: yeah cause she was at home. She was at home in time to get to work. Yeah. About time she would usually wake up uh, is whenever she would uh, <laughs> we got home. Um, uh, yeah, and then on the on the way back we were walking back and she's like I I can I can see why people like this. This is fun. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. Well,
2: I said so. He always thought I would like turkey hunting. Like, and we tried it a couple times, and it's okay and whatever. I, and I always told him it's like I just don't about a turkey as much as a deer like as far as like having one like you know but then like I what I liked about doing um getting in the blind even though I had to wake up early which isn't usually one of my favorite things is sitting there and like like it was dead quiet you know we get in there in the dark it's dead quiet and then you start hearing like the songbirds and then you start hearing the turkey like when you have turkeys close by like roosted hearing all of them like communicate and then watching them all fly down like that was all really cool because i hadn't got to do that like we had we had hunted before where we're i guess running again and we're walking walking around which i do enjoy walking around and um we've heard like a gobbler and we chase it or you know go in its direction and that kind of thing but i don't like i just thought it was cool to listen to all of them and like Mm -hmm. watch them all kind of do their thing so
1: and it was kind nice. of a relaxing yeah. time sitting in, you know, that's the one thing I don't get out of the like running gun, is there's a yeah. relaxing time just sitting in the, the tent, just like kicking back. You yeah, get, you're in a comfortable chair. You know, I live in yeah. such a stressful life with everything going on around me that it's, yeah. there's times like that when you just sit there where you get to actually relax and think about, yeah. Things, about things, you know. Yeah. I, I told Ben that a little bit too with the, you guys got a young kid and everything else. Yeah. Everything's hectic.
0: Yeah. yeah. I told Ben, we were sitting in a ground blind one evening and I was like, I was really enjoying just being out there, you know? And I said, I kind of like turkey hunting out in the ground blinds. I'll be honest with you. I said, I deer hunt so hard. And so like, it's physically grueling for me to deer hunt, you know? Like, I love it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd much rather be doing that than turkey hunt. But I said it's kind of nice just to like have something that I'm just like, I'm going to go sit in a ground blind in a freaking lawn chair. And, <laughs> you know, and just enjoy
1: being out there, not being um you yeah.
0: know stressed
1: about stressed it, about right, anything yeah. really did, you, did uh, you ever see that uh that dvd i did on uh, turkey hunting yes <laughs> yeah. running through thunderstorms and going through yeah. water and yeah, just oh, yeah. stuff we used to do when uh me and dave used to go after him running gun but i mean it was it was nuts you know it's a lot more relaxing in yep. the tent <laughs> Yeah.
2: Only yeah. well, been I like one of the times I'd been turkey hunting before it was when I was pregnant with Hug and we're walking around, we're walking around, and I mean I get winded more when I'm pregnant. So same thing with this. That's why I was like kind of glad we were just sitting there, not walking around because even the walk to the blind, it was, it a, was a pretty good, far walk. It was yeah. an easy walk, but it was just far and I was breathing heavy and I'm like, Oh I'm glad I'm not having to do this. I am turkey in it, but yeah, it was it was kind of nice, but
0: yeah. I was getting annoyed by all the crap I had with me, though, like carrying the decoys out there and stuff. Yeah. That was the only thing that I was getting. To. And then camera gear, you know, I had a tripod and I had two GoPros and all the decoys and then chairs. And yeah. <laughs> it's like, God, too much crap. Yeah. Decoys make a difference. Uh, they did for our hunt, I think. I mean, I don't know. But like they, they,
1: I mean, on your hunt, did they make a difference?
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So it was worth taking them out there. But um, they, that, I don't think that, my Jake wouldn't have came in, got yeah. decoys for sure. Um, now her turkey may have flew down right in front anyway, of us anyway. Yeah, we
2: don't really know. Uh,
0: the, the thing was, is we had a big, big open field. You know that if something could have came out, you know, a quarter mile from us and could have seen the decoys and came over. Um, I also learned Scott kind of gave me a breakdown of how to set up turkey decoys and all that, so I learned. Uh, a little bit this year yes after (laughs) that but um you know he was talking about setting up a jake uh like a jake decoy to like my my right because the the gobbler was roosted to my left and then putting the hens in between the where the gobbler was roosted and the jake decoy so the, the, he's like the gobbler will come down. He'll think those hens are going towards that jake, and he'll make him mad, and he'll come over there. Then, whereas mm-hmm. if you reverse it, he's just gonna he's gonna think they're coming his way, so that he's less likely to come into him. So, just things that I don't I didn't I don't know turkey behavior. and Never have learned any of that stuff, and it, it was this year I learned a lot in the very short amount of time I've been turkey hunting this year. But, um, yeah, yeah, that was it. We were back home by seven o five, and yeah, I had i had them cleaned and. Check, or checked in and cleaned by 8 o'clock and they're in the, the freezer now. different than I do. What, what do you do? You skin them, or what do you do? I I breast them out, and then I skin out the legs, the back legs, and back legs. They're only legs, and <laughs> uh, and, and uh, yeah, I skin those. Yeah. Not the front and legs the middle legs. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the middle leg. <laughs>
2: um, we had enough time to throw the. Uh- I guess one pair of the legs in the crock pot that morning and ate
1: it that
2: night. Yeah. we had Tacos. Tacos. It when they shredded up real nice. And... Oh
1: man. They were good. Yeah. They were so good. every time I've tried cooking the legs, they um, they get so tough. I can't eat them. Are you saying you oh, really? uh, put no, them in a crock pot and just slow cooking? Yeah. Them yeah. Yeah. We filled we,
0: we, we covered about half of them with water and then put uh, like taco seasonings in it and then cook it all day on low. On
2: low.
0: Yeah. And they just, the bones just, I mean, you pull the bones out of them and they,
1: Fall off the. Yeah. Bones. I feel bad. I threw mine away. Um, I've been doing that. I've been just breasting them for uh, the last several years, just because I yeah. had such a hard time with the legs. And I, I've uh, yeah. I've heard a lot of people tell me you can't eat turkey legs, you know. And I've tried, and if, if we roasted them or something, they get so hard. And... Yeah, don't roast them. Yeah, slow cook them. Um, but that's yeah, why you do can breasts anyways. I mean, I put the breast in a slow cooker with uh with that uh, uh, golden mushroom soup. And fall yeah. uh, yeah. apart in there, and then we make yeah. turkey sandwiches at work. It's kind of like a tradition. I got a turkey. Yeah. Somebody at work waiting for their sandwiches. Yeah, but yeah. tacos would be cool. Yeah, that yeah, was
2: good. And I mean, we—I um, put it on top of notches the next day. It was
0: good. Yeah, we ate the rest of the next day. Um really good. You, you need ticks on you this week, Dan? I didn't find oh, one I single tick myself. T- Don, did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess things. we did too,
1: but I, you that's still usually I'm get family. one on you. Um uh, people were talking about ticks in the um Yeah, I was the I was gonna send you a clip to play, but I decided not to because it kind of gives away where I was. Oh. So I sprayed myself down with that spray and me and Josh were laughing about uh y- you know, you know, we can either get killed by Lyme's disease or the cancer, or the tick sprays kill us. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah.
0: That's oh true. you
1: and Eric, you and Eric. Who'd I say? Gosh!
0: Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. I, th- I thought that's we had a conversation. I didn't remember.
2: <laughs> that's honestly how I feel too. Even with like a mosquito repellent and stuff, I know that stuff is terrible. And it's yeah. like, what's more dangerous, a mosquito bite or a, the yeah. crap that's in there? But uh, yeah, I for some reason am queen of getting in the uh, the little turkey, turkey tick ticks. like nest, it's and there will be over. thousands crawling at my legs. And mm. yeah, it's. I don't get the big ones on me as much, but those dang little mm-hmm. turkey ticks or whatever they are.
1: Tick stickle, I think. I yeah. went down fury and I had—I literally had thousands of them on me. And the guy yeah. says, well, "You must have sat in a nest." And I'm like, "Nest, That's
2: exactly." But I well, it was one time, one time it was, yeah, one time it was when I was turkey hunting. When we were turkey hunting, and it was I was pregnant with Huck, so we got a little worried. We didn't leave on it, so we did end up leaving. So I could like get them all taken off. And then another time was this last. uh summer and we were just doing a food plot or something and I must have stepped in it or something but yeah they were all over and we just took some tape and like lots of tape and was like sticking them all you know what I mean like wrapping it around our hands and getting them all off my pants and stuff and they were yeah millions of them or whatever at least thousands they were
1: yeah you gotta treat your clothes
2: yeah
1: better than spraying yourself I say that but I never do it I always Mm -hmm. just spray myself down with cancer yeah yeah yeah, I'm sure there's uh issues
0: with spraying yourself like that too. But it's like, I don't know, ticks are nasty little critters yeah. to me. Um but what about your hunt, Dan? I'll, I'll talk about my weekend here in a minute, but that's that's pretty much ours summed up in a yeah. in a podcast here.
1: Uh, me, I uh I went out scouting prehand. Um when looking for turkeys, I found a few. Found something in public, some on you know, some on Dave's. And, uh, the ones on Dave's looked, uh, pretty killable. And, um, uh, I kind of wanted to sit the blind. I kind of wanted to go run and gun too, but then I had an excuse. I, you know, I told Jacob to go over by the ones I was hunting and he really got into some even further back than where I was pointing them out. I, if he would have stayed where I told him to, he'd have killed one because they were there constantly. And every time he wasn't there, I'd see him over there, but, uh, he wanted to dive in deeper. And, uh, I said, there's turkeys all the way back. That was a really good area. And, uh, he went back in and found some down in the swamp and he was tangling with them. I'm surprised he didn't get one because he had them really close a bunch of times. Mm. But, uh, I had those turkeys and some other turkeys. Um, and I did end up going after one of those once or tw- a couple times, but, uh, what I ended up doing was, uh, opening morning for me, which was last Wednesday, I went to Dave's farm and you got to get there well before daylight because if it's even gray light, they'll see it from the trees. It's all open. So I went there, got in the blind, which i had set up like three or four days earlier. And I got in there and, uh, at daylight, I could hear them gobbling, but they sounded like they're ways off. They sounded like they're further back than the roost trees. Mm-hmm. The roost trees are quite a ways from me. And, uh, I took the binoculars. I couldn't see any tree, any birds roosted. But, um, after a while, um, it sounded like they came in the field and, uh, I got glimpses of them. I got They came out on one side. Some hens came over the hill. They didn't, they came out the other side a little bit and then they never came over. And, uh, I thought they left and it got to be like late morning and I thought, well, I'll go run and gunning. So I got out of the blind and went back, uh, to the truck. And I drive down the street and they're all just on the other side of the hill, right where they flew down to, they're still there and like kind of coming towards my blind. So I race back over there, got in the blind and, uh, like a maniac and a lot of breath. I get in the blind, get all set up and I'll get ready. And then three bucks come walking out next to me. Mm. Obviously nervous. I think they got downwind of me, which was the other side of me and smelled me. Right. Walking nervous, and they get like beside me and they're flinging their heads around, and then they decide to run back and forth and back and forth. And then they decide they're going to run straight across the field and right through the turkeys. And then at that point, uh, I gave up and the turkeys were gone and I left. Um, and then uh, I went running gunning, and I ended up uh, going after a couple turkeys. and I thought I was going to have a blast to run gun, and I just couldn't get into it. I really couldn't. It's just Not the same as it used to be in the old days, you know, running with Dave and all that kind of stuff. You're doing it yourself. It just, something wasn't there. And I kind of lost the the will, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, To me, I want to be out there for more than just to kill things, you know. So I I gave up and then uh, went back and sat in the blind for a while um, and watched the turkeys a little longer. They came out and went back in, kind of thing. And the next morning, I got there before daylight again. Went to the same blind. And uh this time they were gobbling right on the edge where they're supposed to be. Put the binoculars up, I could see them in the trees. I could make out uh uh I think I made out three different toms up in the trees that I could see, but it's quite a distance. But with the binoculars, right. those uh Maven binoculars are awesome. I was just gonna ask you, I thought you were using your Mavens, weren't you? Yeah. Dude, they are like oh no, Josh turned me on to those, they're just incredible binoculars. I broke my last pair. Would that last me like six months? Yeah. Then, uh, I was whining about it, and you got a hold of Mavens, and it told me, and then I got a hold of a pair, and they're awesome. Yeah, They've been taking a beating. Oh, yeah, so, I think they're they're expensive, but man, they are.
0: They are. uh, uh My buddy has a really expensive pair from a different brand, uh, and they're the exact same price, but. I was using his a little bit this weekend, and just
1: like, I mean, I'd grab mine and I'd be like, "Man, these mm-hmm. things are crazy." These maybe yeah, they're crystal stuff. clear for me. Yeah. I mean, unless I just got a really good pair, but they're crystal clear and uh, no, mine are too. I mean, have been they get thrown around like everything else I got, and they they just yeah. take use. My, my dad has a pair too now. He he got some cool. Yeah. Anyway. You guys use smaller ones than me though. I like the giant ones. Yeah, I have a ten bucks I mean, mm-hmm. 10 by 50s are actually pretty compact. Yeah, My not too bad. These were really huge.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, a lot of times I can see movement. I can't even tell it's a turkey, and I can I can tell it's not only a turkey but a tom or a hen or right. You to know, see detail when you're looking at a distance. So uh, anyways, they uh the next morning I got out there, I could see them in the roost. Um, they flew down. And I just waited and waited and waited, and, and they stayed behind the hill for a long time. And then some hens came over. And then a little after the hens, they came following. You saw the fans start coming over the hill. And uh, it was uh, four toms and four hens. So three of the, the toms go off to my left, which is one route that goes into Dave's farm from the neighbors along this grass where they stay about 150, 200 yards from me. And there's one route where they come within feet of the blind. Mm-hmm. them's coming my way with a hen and the other three are following the other hens the other way. And the hen that's with this one that that's coming towards me, it seemed to be the biggest Tom of the group. I thought, I'm going to kill this one because I know where the hens going from, from glassing and stuff. I know she's got a nest in the grass about a hundred yards from me. And she's heading to that. And when she, when she goes in there and lays down, he's going to lose her. And I'll call him over. So I just give him a call here or there, let him follow her. And then she gets into the grass ahead of him. It was like trying to lose him, running ahead of him. And then she gets into the grass, and he starts looking around like lost. So I call to him, and he turns around and runs over by the other toms. And then uh, they had lost their hens, too, but they, they flushed one out of her. She went into the grass and hid. They flushed her out, and when she got up, she started – Speed walking away from them onto Dave's farm, but like I said, 150 yards down, and all four toms were chasing after. And they went onto the farm, but just over a rise for me. And I could heard them gobble all of them at once over the hill. And then it just went silent and stayed that way for well over an hour. Mm-hmm. But I know that that's kind of a dead end. They're coming back around, and generally, when they come in the bottom, they come around to the top and go back out. So I'm figuring they're going to come in from behind me. Kind of like the ones I killed last year on that uh, video of uh, soul searching. Yep. So uh, I turned around. I closed the the window on the one side so they couldn't look through and see me. And opened the window over here and left this window open, which was the direction where I watched them go in. And I got everything turned around. got The the tripod turned around. The seat turned around. You got to kind of shift it around because you got to have room for the gun and stuff, right? Right. So I flip it around and uh, I'm watching over here and just kind of glancing over to my right. And I see something out of the corner of my eye and I am looking, and here's one of them coming <clears throat> up the tree line to me. And uh, remember now I had this decoy out and what I did with the decoy is it's just a hen decoy. And I just put it where I can see those roost trees and I know they got like telescopic vision. If I can see those roost trees, they can see that whatever I have out there. that's why I got so early. So I put that decoy out there and I knew they could see it. And every now and then i do a, you know, a hen call. I figured as soon as they lose those hens when they're on Dave's farm, which they would, they'd come back. And that's what they're doing. They're coming back uh, alone. And the one's coming in and I can see two more in the, through the trees coming behind it. And the first one comes out at about mm, 50 or 60 yards. And it's kind of giving me the eyeball. It's like looking Mm -hmm. You know, doing that number, yeah. Bob thing. Uh, it gobbled right away, though, as soon as it walked out. And it was, I was surprised that late in the morning it gobbled. Um, but then instead of walking, but walking, not walking straight at the decoy, walking in a radius, mm-hmm. and I, I was facing the other way. So I'm kind of wonky turned around. Mm-hmm. And if it went any further, I couldn't get much more wonkier. So um, I was about as far as I could turn. To pull the trigger and it gets to the point where you're so awkward, you're, you're losing your aim, right? So, I had to shoot and you could see it on video. I don't say nothing about it, but you, you can see and hear it. I pull the trigger and there's a click and there's nothing going on. You see the gun, yeah. Like, oh, you saw it, yeah. yeah. I like, like, I didn't have this, I had the safety on, so I yeah. turn the safety off and now it's really getting wonky. And as soon as I got the beat on it, I shot it and it dropped, yeah. And when it drops one of the other turkeys just comes running over there. I thought it was going to attack yeah. it, but just kind of ran up to it, looked at it and like, hey, what's up, dude? And then it <laughs> just started like putting around and then it went past me and then ran back over there and then another one ran up. I'm not sure. The second one that ran up might have been the same one. It looked the same, but they're all in the same size range, you know? Right. And there, there was a group of them down there. So I don't, I don't know. But uh, yeah. that was it. I mean, uh, it was fun, you know? Great. Yeah. You need someone else with a tag in the blind. Yeah. yeah and, I w- yeah, that's so what I was going to say is uh, that's where you and Maddie should have been because you yeah.
2: tom-
1: yeah, got to those those toms back in there on the second one. You guys could have got two big toms.
2: Yeah. yeah. Heck,
1: yeah. Maybe next year. That's why, like, uh, on that last season when I got multiple tags, it's not a bad idea to just buy another tag in Wisconsin because there's a good chance you can shoot two on the same hunt. Yeah. So you can buy two tags. I think, I, I'd kind of rather. I, I mean, I might want to do that just once to say I did it do a double yeah right but, uh, i would rather save the tag and do another hunt honestly right yeah me, i don't really want to like if i had two turkey tags for the whole season the last thing i want to do is on day one shoot both turkeys
2: yeah yeah I well, That's I yeah i've even said like i almost wish you could shoot two here like just it'd be because we did shoot it so quickly but yeah, i know no, no, that no, we're <laughs> hunting here
1: and say uh one hundred ninety with two drop tines came in, and you shoot it, and then a hundred eighty typical comes in. Oh, well, yeah, I'd yeah, be them both the same day. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah That's sure. different. It's a little different.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, no, that was a cool hunt. You got, you got yours. Uh, you got yours pretty quick too. Really, I mean, yeah, you seem me. like you are playing Yeah, you seem mm-hmm. like you are planning on hunting all weekend.
1: Yeah. You know, um, I'm glad because we had rain all weekend. Yeah. I had two good days and, uh, I kind of heard that was coming. So I took uh Wednesday and Thursday off and, uh, I want really want to save those days for, uh, deer hunting, but I really don't know what the future has in store for me for vacation days. There's some things right. work. So, uh, I thought, what the heck I just use them. Yeah.
0: Right. Um, um. So we had that, that first day we had that experience, like that really good one and everything worked out, you know, the way it's supposed to. Well, my buddy Ben got in here Thursday and he's been coming down here for, I think this was, we think we figured, I think it's his sixth year coming down here and he's never gotten turkey. He just hunts the weekend, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and he's, we 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 usually have an opportunity every week, every weekend, but we just just don't get it done, you know? Um, and so on Friday, uh, we we went out in in the morning, and uh, we roosted a bird uh, Thursday evening, and uh, Friday in the morning we were um, we were sitting in the um, set up on this bird, and it was perfect. It was like he was like right behind us in the woods a little ways. just gobbling every breath on the tree, you know, he's all fired up already on the tree. And, uh, he, I thought he was going to pitch down into the the field and, you know, coming to the decoys just perfectly, like, like we had thought in our mind. Well, it didn't, he just like dropped out of the tree. The turkey did. Mm -hmm. And just gobbled was gobbling like crazy inside the woods. And I I think he could see our, probably see our decoys from the, the tree. And he, he just, like, really slowly made his way to the edge of the field. Well, the problem was he pitched down, like, uh, to the turkey's left, and he pitched down right behind us. And so I, of course, you know, I've been setting to my, my right because we thought that the turkey was going to come from the right, so we wanted him on the right side. And I'm to his left about eight yards. And I'm sitting there, and you know how it is, Dan. You're sitting there in the morning, not in the ground blind. We were, on, we were just in the, uh, I guess, some trees and some bushes and like your freaking legs are all your both your legs are asleep and your butts asleep and you know you get to that point when you're sitting on the ground and so I'm sitting there all like hunched over in this bush and this this Tom is like comes like slowly strutting in gobbling to like 20 yards straight behind us like we are directly between the decoys and this Tom Um, and Ben can't see it. And, and he's like, he's like facing the, um, he's facing the, out in the field and he can hear everything going on behind us, you know? And I am I was just, I just happened to be sitting crooked uh, where I could, I could watch the Tom and I'm sitting there. I'm like, if he would just turn around, he could shoot this thing. I mean, he's like, he's like 15 yards from us now. This, this Tom just strutting in the woods. And he's actually, he actually jumped up on a log and was sitting there strutting on the log. It was pretty neat. Cool. Um, I haven't looked at the footage to see if I got it because I was I was set up to go this way so I just like turned the camera towards him I, I couldn't look in the viewfinder. Um but anyway, so I, I'm like, of course we have face masks on and I'm like Ben's looking at me, but he can't look anywhere past me to go look back in the woods. And I'm like, he's right here. And he can't hear me. He he's just like you can just see in his eyes he can't hear me. He's like just kind of like looking at me funny. Um and and uh I'm like, he's right here. <laughs> He just keeps he just keeps staring at the decoys and like looking at me through the side of his eyes, and I'm like, turn around and shoot it, and he's right here, he's strutting, and and finally he's like, I think he like caught on to what I was trying to tell him, and he he turns around and he just like looks back at me and he's like, I'm like he's right here, and he's like, and finally the turkey got nervous and uh, like made his way out to like 40 yard, 30 yards probably. And Ben could see him then. And then I was like, shoot, him, shooting, him, shoot him, shoot him. And he didn't. And I'm and and life went on, you know, uh Turkey went away and we sat there for a few more minutes. And I crawled over to him and I was looking and he would there was like this big giant uh cottonwood tree between the turkey and him. And he couldn't even see the dang thing, the whole thing. The whole see. Yeah, until it was, it showed the around and walked away, and then and then I was kind of like looking and I'm like, oh, I, I said, I was like, he's like, I could see it when it was right there by that log, and I was like, oh, and he's like, but it's like fifty yards, and and it was ended up being like thirty yards about how far it was. Um, so we kind of just, I kind of screwed him there. I mean, if I would have been sitting there in between the decoys and him, it probably would have eventually, you know, came around where I was sitting and he had like a 10 yard shot, but since I was sitting between the, you know, he he was going to walk right into me. So that was our first like good hunt. We set the evening before, but didn't, didn't really see anything. Um, The next day in the the morning, um, we, uh, we had a decent morning hunt. Didn't really get on anything, heard birds and all this, but just didn't get on anything. We were coming home and there's three toms out in this field that we can hunt adjacent to it. Um, and we, we end up, I had, I have one of those fans, like a turkey fan, just a, just a, just a fan doesn't have anything attached to it. And, um, so we, we parked on the edge of this field. We sneak all the way over to the property line and the property line is just a fence row, just a fence row. And it has like briar bushes and thick thickness and everything else. Um, real nasty fence row. Like you can't, couldn't shoot through it or anything. We couldn't anyways, cause we couldn't shoot on the, the, the field that the toms were, but um, all three toms were out in that field. We sneak over to the fence row. We're crawling down the fence row. I, I kind of like peeked through the fence and the toms are still all three out there. And I, uh, I went down the fence row to the opening. We both crawled down there and we got, and I told Ben, I said, sit right here. We'll sit on this fence row. I'm going to go to the opening in the fence and I'm going to fan the turkeys and see if I can get their attention and get them to come over here. Dan, I got to that fence row and I put that fan up and just kind of wiggled it around and all three of them birds just picked their heads up and just beeline to us. I mean, it's about as fast as they could go. And I, like, I put the fan down real quick, and I, like, scurried behind Ben and got the camera ready. And them stupid turkeys. I'm talking about we're against the fan, like I'm sitting here against this wall. And those, those three toms just, like, paced back and forth in that fence row and could not figure out how to get across that fence to, for, to save their lives. And if they would have just went, like, you know, a few steps farther. There was, like, a big hole in the fence and he, they would have popped out, and they'd been 10 yards from Ben. Yeah, they do that all the
1: time. They'll stop at any kind of obstacle.
0: Oh, yeah, and I did it twice. I got them to come back to that fence twice. They like, After they couldn't get across it, they ended up going back out in the middle of the field. And I crawled back up to the fence, the opening in the fence, and I waved that, that fan, and here they come, and just one of them came back over again, but the other one that came back over did the same thing. It was pretty cool because we were sitting along that fence, and their heads were like probably three yards from us just like, You know how their stupid heads are, as they're looking around in the, and it was like, you could just, out of the corner of your eye, you could see their eyeballs just like looking at you. They couldn't see us, but it was, that was, that was pretty, pretty neat. Then uh, the next day we found another turkey out in the field that we could have, we could have got on. Um, It was on a piece of private I could hunt. And we saw it out in the field and we went around the corner to go to the parking spot (laughs) and there was someone parked there and they were walking across the field to, um, to go get him, and that was the farmer's brother-in-law ended up being, and he ended up shooting it. Um, so that was another bad luck thing that he got into. Then, uh, Sunday morning, we roosted another bird, and we actually, um, we'd set up a tent, and it, it, and it roosted right by our tent, our ground blind. Same field me and Maddie shot ours on, but we moved the ground blind a little bit that uh, earlier that day to get in a better position for where these, this tom was at. And everything was perfect dan saturday morning it was a beautiful morning or sunday morning It was a beautiful morning the sun comes up turkeys are gobbling and like 6:45 our time which i know is different for you guys but that's about what time they come down and we're sitting there anytime that turkey just gobbling its head off on the roost right behind us and um uh, you know we're, we're anticipating the turkey to, to fly down i look to my down the fence road to my left or down the field line to my left and five coyotes are running down the fence row to us. And all five of them go in between us and that turkey. And just was just they were just running everywhere. And that no the rest of the whole morning we never heard another peep out of anything. We heard some far off gobbles, but That's um five coyotes. That's uh,
2: great.
0: so he had just horrible luck this week. <laughs> I felt so bad for him. All he wants to do is kill a turkey. You know, <laughs> it's been it's been six years. There's not very many turkeys in northern Indiana. There's not as, not as many as there are in southern Indiana. How long you in get fixing? We have until um, May fourteenth. May fourteenth. So you can come um, down for a different weekend. Yeah, yeah. They have the um, um, the public land up there. Actually, you, you got to draw to hunt on some of it up there. You can't even yeah. hunt it. Just not a lot of birds, not as many as there are down in southern Indiana. But yeah, but it was a blast, I man. I just love, I love hunting with with him and buddies, and it was fun. I was almost, I mean, I, I I obviously wanted him to get one, but at the same time, it was pretty fun just hunting all weekend, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. if he would have got one the first day or whatever, he would have.
0: Yeah, I we were actually just going fishing. Do.
2: Yeah, it would have
0: been okay. fine. We would have found something to do. Yeah, but. I was hoping he would just get one this morning and that would be a perfect, cap to yeah. perfect weekend. Um, but we'll see. Oh, um, my dad's been kicking around going a little bit here and there, so I'm hoping, hoping maybe me and him can go
1: try to get one. Do you do I mean, any more asking? Do you try to uh, locate them? and Yeah. Because they seem to have pretty yeah. good patterns. Yeah,
0: for sure. And that's what we were doing this weekend is, like, my dad would – while well, me and Ben were out hunting in the evening or something, Dad would go and drive roads and look for calms up fields that we could hunt. You know, uh-huh. and it was real effective. I mean, for, for morning hunts, I, I loved it. Yeah. And I'm not saying anything that most turkey hunters don't know. I'm just new,
1: fairly new at this kind of stuff. You know, so it was uh, it was fun. My funnest hunts were always uh, driving around looking at them, yeah, watching them, seeing what direction they're going. And then driving around and trying to circle in on them and cut them off, and then call the direction they want to go.
2: Yeah,
1: Mm -hmm. Um, that's how we killed most of our turkeys over the years. I mean, you kill a few the traditional way from the roost, you know. And in the evening, instead of uh, trying to circle around them, if it's late evening, you just watch where they're going, and then you figure out where they're roosting. Right. But even like like right now, the turkeys we're finding roosted have not want nothing to do with your calls, your decoys, or anything, they're already right. on the hens, and they're going down and they're hanging with those hens. But right around 9 or 10 o'clock, they seem to be leaving those hens, and then they're out wandering, and then they're killable. Yeah. I have seen, though, that if you're sitting there on a roost, they see your decoys, they hear you calling, and they leave and go the other way. If you just wait long enough when those hens um, hang up on them, they end up They'll coming back. back. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I almost wish I had another tag just to go and because I learned so much, you know, the last hunt with Ben.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, that's when I was like consulting with Scott and, there, and there other buddies that are turkey hunters, you know. And I'm like, okay, I get that, I get, I understand. That makes sense. Look, well, your dad goes. You can, yeah. You can to him. Yeah. Are you but, doing Wisconsin uh, this year? Yeah. yeah. So you got another year. seventeen. Yeah. And I'm oh. ready. I'm excited. Uh, I think so. We're, we're talking about it. He, he may be hunting some private, but I think we'll be in the same area and I'll be hunting public. So, um, we'll be at least, at least
1: around the, the same area. You okay, my zone, do you? You what? You don't have my zone, right? You're in a different one? No, you know? I'm not with, yeah. That's I'm too bad. With. We got, we got a few areas over here.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun either way. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, then we go to we go on vacation that, mm-hmm. um, that next week Sometime either. after that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um so. all right. Let's get to some uh, comments, Dan. We talked about turkeys for an hour. I can't believe that. <laughs> First one, Elizabeth. Thanks for the donation. We appreciate it. She said, "Speaking turkey numbers, just count twenty-six out uh, out in a hundred-acre field. There are probably forty deer with them." Dang, nice. Yeah, they grouped up. The um, I always get I, I'm always pretty baffled when I drive through like Wisconsin. Uh, the number of deer you guys have that come out in the fields and stuff whenever they're in the wintertime or whenever you're out and about. It's like, man, you guys
1: got a lot of deer. Your numbers are, are I mean, compared to compared to that us, is, you know. Yeah. yeah, you guys got good quality, but you yep. don't have to hear the numbers. Yep. It's like everybody, after Elizabeth said that, proceeded to
0: ask her for a location of those turkeys.
1: The uh, coordinates, yeah. those? Yeah. coordinates of the... Yeah, can you yeah. send me a coordinates of the where all the turkeys are? Yeah. I want the coordinates if it's like a, a blonde one like that guy shot in the news article. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. I want the cords.
0: Mm, people are asking me for best... Indiana, Hoosier national turkey hunting tip. I'm just the wrong person to ask, man. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not. I've only killed a handful of turkeys, you know. Um, I've killed killed some of the Hoosier, but I was just a. uh, I had someone that knew what they were doing with me, and. You definitely haven't
2: got them all figured out. There's a bunch in there, though. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) there's
0: a bunch in there. I think. I think what I got told was you want to stay high in those hills. Try to try not to calm down. Mm-hmm. They don't like to come down. They can see better to coming down and stuff and make them nervous unless you guys, I guess you got some decoys out or something. But if you if you can call them up the ridge, it's
1: a little, they're more apt to come all the way closer to you. Back in the old days, um, when I first started hunting, I hunted big, bigger woods like that and hilly woods. And, uh, it, I would travel to where I hunted. So I didn't know the roost. If you know the roost, <laughs> you know what to do. Yeah. So sure. asking. I'm assuming they don't know where they're roosting um mm-hmm. i didn't know where the turkeys were the way i would get on them is just cover a lot of ground
2: mm-hmm. so
1: I'd, I'd take my call and i would move and every time i'd get to a position where i was gonna you know you know every couple like 400 yards or so i'd call and i'd just go till i got a gobble you know um you could call sit down for a while and wait but i found every time i do that about the time i'd move when it'd be coming in like silent or yeah. something if there's silence you almost gotta call and wait but I want to get away from the roadways because most hunters are near the roads. But if you mm-hmm. get out on those ridges and you go a distance on those ridges and you call every now and then, sooner or later you're going to hit a turkey that's in a mood that's going to answer you. Yeah. Then it's a killable bird. Yeah, I think I've some of that stuff. That, just putting miles on. Yeah. Some of that stuff you were talking about earlier, like
0: you know, keeping on them until nine, nine, ten, eleven o'clock. You know, that's if you get
1: one to gobble, then you could probably get get one fired up to come in. Um, Even if you yeah. if you're walking on that ridge and you find a whole bunch of turkey sign, well, they mm. don't really go that far. They're coming through at some point. Yeah. Sometime during the day they're coming through. You can come back to that spot the next day and just sit there the whole day. Or when you find the stuff, you can sit down and just wait till dark. They come through yeah. there at some point in time, and it's during daylight if they're leaving the sign. So if there's right. a bunch of fresh scratchings, fresh droppings, if you find a bunch of feathers, you know, underneath uh, potential roost trees. If yep. You get a good eye for it. You can tell what a roost tree is. Yep, yep.
0: Dan or uh, Stan asked if Maddie, what's your favorite crockpot meal?
2: Um, mainly deer crock pot. We do roast, and we do. Um, I put a roast in there, and then do carrots, potatoes, and I like to use the like, Lipton onion soup mix. I'll put one or two of those in there with some water, and usually like some A one and whatever seasonings like and the slow and slow all day so that's the main one but honestly we use it in i mean chili with burger and spaghetti with burger stir fry like
0: yeah
2: all of the things you can do with beef steak and burger we do it with deer so but crop pot wise probably just roast is our most common that we do with our deer meat
1: do you ever uh, yeah. put uh, like a uh, broth like, like chicken or turkey broth in instead of water
2: yeah, we've done it. We usually have bone broth that we make. We just yeah, we haven't made broth. it this year. Um, we made our own, make our own, and I'll use that too. But just depends on what I have.
0: Usually, we save the bones from a, a deer and we cut them all up into small pieces and roast them or boil them for. You boil them all day with like a bunch of vegetables, and it makes a real nice broth to use. Yeah, like a stock or whatever. Yep, stock. Yeah, I guess it's called stock. But, yeah. Um. Yeah, permethrin is the the chemical used in Sawyer. So that's what people are saying for the for the ticks. You can buy permethrin in um like ag form, I don't know what you call it, but not I don't know if that's good for you or not, so
1: don't take my advice on that. But there is gargle and will leave you alone for like 6 years. <laughs> 6 years, yeah. Uh you'll probably die, but they'll leave you alone.
0: Probably
2: yeah. spray your clothes, not yourself. I would definitely
0: follow the label instructions
1: is what yeah. I'd say. You know. Not listen to me? Not gargle. <laughs> uh joking people don't gargle with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these are just jokes. Yeah. They got they're talking about Lyme disease
0: now and Dan Carol has Lyme, right? Yeah. From a from a tick.
1: And I got I got the bullseye from one once. So that yeah. means I got Lyme disease, but I took the uh the duration of uh a certain type of kind of cylinder you're supposed to take until it went away. Yep. Let's see here.
0: I think we got to most of the questions here. I'm scrolling down. I may have to have people start to, I, I was talking to Dan about this a couple weeks ago. When you do have a question, you may put like a question mark at the beginning of the comment from now on. Um,
2: Make it easier to find.
0: Yep. That way I can, I can see them a little better. It might be a good method for to keep me from having big, long, awkward uh, silence, <laughs> silences in the show. Um, Bill's wondering, maybe, I don't know, Danny, you may know or may not know about this. If turkeys have eyesight like chickens, chickens have
1: one eye for far and one for near sighting. I have no idea, but I, I do remember hearing something about them having telescopic eyesight, and I believe that. Yeah. Because yeah. you see from so far away, you can hardly even see them, and they take off running. I, I mean, even in camouflage, uh, uh, I just believe they could see you blink or anything. You you almost have to wear um, a face covering if you're exposed at all. Yeah, and that's why people like the tents so much. The black, dark tents is because you can hide in the shadows and they can't see you. But if you're sitting up against a tree, you can't even move. If they're in eyesight, you can't even move. You have to be ready. If have they have a gun up on your knees, be ready to shoot. And um, that's where I like, like your friend, if you're going to turn around to shoot, you yeah. better right when you have to turn around to turn around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I screwed him,
0: but and you know more ways than one it on that. Yeah, I just I should just let it play out but i was trying to help him because i was afraid i was going to spook the turkey you know
2: having sat with you i know you get excited too it's
0: crazy yeah <laughs> um ron asks how do you get hung up tongs to come out of a field
1: i don't know uh, for, for me uh you mean hung up with a hen i assume so yeah i just keep working them you know um So you don't want to just sit there and pound on the call, but you want to just keep letting them know you're over there. And eventually maybe he gets bored of her. I can remember one that I got, you know, when we do this run and gun, and if we didn't have a lot of turkeys to go, you know, if we had a lot of turkeys, we'd go look for one that's alone, right? Or or one that looked killable. But when we didn't have a lot, if we found one with a group of hens or whatever, we're going after it. And I can remember one particular big tom I got that we saw it in a field with a hen. And we snuck up to the edge of this field and tried to call the hen you know because that's the most reasonable thing you just make a couple clocks and stuff and hope she comes wandering over to see who's over but she wanted nothing to do with us which is usually the case with the hens and she just right. keeps going so then i when i call he would gobble matter of fact he'd like double gobble he'd gobble at her he'd gobble at us and uh they were going across this field for a long ways away from us so i noticed when i'd call he would stop to gobble and look at us and she'd just keep walking. And I started calling more and more off to get him to stop more. I got her way ahead of him. And then when she got into the woods ahead of him, I just started pounding on that call. And then after a while, he's looking around like, where is she? And he just turned around on a dime and came all the way back to us. After walking all the way across this field, the other way with her, we were able to call him back because we were able to hesitate him where he lost track of her. So, I mean, you just, what you got to do is just use your head and just try to figure something out. I mean, it's, it's a game. Yeah. If you know what they're doing and what you're doing and mm-hmm. you can try different stuff, you know, the best yeah. thing you can do is getting, get in the direction he wants to go. If you know where he's going, if he's in a field and you know how he's leaving that field to get in front of him, the direction he wants to go is the best way. And, it, yeah. and uh, if you got more days to hunt, the worst thing you can do is just chase him out of there. If you have to just back off, just watch where he goes and then you know where to go tomorrow. Because they kind of pattern, they do the same things over and over again. I'd
0: imagine it's easier to call them in if they're already wanting to go to that area anyway, you know.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Makes you can call, call call them a few yards off, but calling them to tell them to turn around and come back where they you know don't want to go or come to some direction they don't normally go is hard. Right. Right.
0: Um American Gothic, he asks. Thanks for the question mark in front of it, too. Uh, Dan or Eric, who gets the hunt Never Neverland Island first next fall? Never, Neverland? <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: I don't know. We'll find out. That's something we'll talk about.
0: You guys got some time to argue about it?
1: Yeah, sir, it was, no. Eh, it's not arguing. I'm right, just joking. On, on, uh, under the video, somebody was like, uh, who gets to hunt Never Neverland? And, uh, somebody said, Eric pointed it out. Well, you mm-hmm. know, back there, cause it was my area. It goes, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, um, if Eric really wants to hunt that, he can hunt it. That's fine with me, Yeah. but, uh, we're going to find a whole bunch of spots like that. And some of them are going to be because I point them out. Some of them are going to be, cause Eric points them out. Right. And, uh, we'll figure out who hunts where as we go. Now we find spots like that a lot. We, we don't always publicize them like that one, um, but I would imagine we're gonna get into some really good stuff in there. And we have we have already. Uh last year I had a confrontation with a very, very large buck. And if I'm calling it large, it's large. Right. We had like a yeah. close range in that area. And that's why we're picking that apart and going in there deeper. And uh, um I'm wanting Eric to come along and hunt with me more over there. It um it's a drive for me, but it's an area that I hunt and it's really a drive for for Eric, he's got to travel a little ways to get there. And uh I plan on him coming down and hunting with me. Um, if he can make it. And uh, I would love to see him go in there and kill a buck. But uh we uh have already scouted some more of that, found some more really good stuff, and uh he seemed to be leaning a little more that way. As a matter of fact, he uh he left some of his dna out there he uh, sliced his uh thumb pretty good with the mm. with the wall saw oh but, yeah yeah he just nicked his thumb with it i saw you uh letting huck use that and i was like oh yeah man, uh, that's a yeah. scary saw yeah, uh, matter fact, yeah. Uh, uh, can you see my uh, thumb yep yeah yeah i put the wall saw right through my thumbnail i just bumped it mm. you know, right through the thumbnail and it's bleeding underneath the thumbnail yeah, Huck's little was, soft fingers—he'd cut one of them things right off. What are you doing? Don't I was told by—don't uh, let him play with that. That—that that one isn't
0: that brand. It's just a—it's a different. It's a cheapo. Okay. Uh, I mean, I know, but uh, I was told that kids Give learn by—do what? Give them a butter knife. Yeah. I was—I was told uh, by someone that kids learn by doing
1: dangerous things carefully.
0: So I, I was set, sitting there watching or helping
1: him solve for the I didn't take that lesson I learned how to do dangerous things dangerously Understood. yeah oh
2: yeah.
1: uh, alright I got a few more questions
0: coming in here Dan and Josh do what decoys what decoys would you recommend and do you use a hen on Jake or just hen
1: uh I think it all depends on the mood of the Tom or whatever. I don't really like using decoys, but if I'm in a blind, sometimes I'll use one. I used one this time because I knew the Toms could see me from the tree and I wanted them to come over. Um, I went and uh, bought a new decoy to use. I don't like those little stupid plastic ones that are yeah, much yeah. I think turkeys see too good for those. So I went and bought one that had a lot of detail. It was an expensive decoy, though. Um, yeah. But what I did notice is it blended in to the the surroundings a lot where, um, I would have actually rather had a darker decoy Hmm. just so that they would see it better. But I don't Mm -hmm. know that that mattered because I know they saw it. Yeah. They they probably can see it, you know, Uh, their vision, you know, but, uh, I think, uh, the ideal setup is having a Jake behind a hen, like he's going behind her. Like he wants to breed her. And I think that will get a Tom fired up coming in, but you know, I've, I've used decoys a lot and I've noticed that with decoys, a lot of times they're a mistake. Hmm. If You start calling a Tom in and he's coming in all fired up. I've seen many times when they're coming right in until they see the decoy. And then they stop at a distance and strut back and forth, trying to make the decoy come. where if you had decoy, they would have went right to you. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, when they're coming in, a big a big method is to just stop calling when they get within a certain range, even if they're kind of holding up, and just let them hesitate and hesitate and hesitate and then come looking for you so they don't know exactly where you are, because then they'll come closer. A lot of old toms, especially in heavily hunted areas, I think they know the gig and they ain't yeah. coming there, they're they're gonna make the hen come to them. And in nature, the hens go to the tom a lot more than what people realize. It's not really as much the tom coming to the hen. Now you get a fired up Tom. It doesn't matter what you do. You can drop your call. You can put a decoy out or, or like you, you throw them a fan and it'll just come running in. Yeah. You ain't always in that mood. You got to catch them right. in the mood to get that. The other ones you kind of got to, um, you got to entice in. And I, and I, a lot of times a decoy can be a mistake and a lot of times it can be what you need. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of A horse piece. I think in my situation, I had a tendency to believe the turkeys were going to come in from downhill and go around me and not come over. And I just thought a decoy there with all the hens that have been moving around up there, if they see the hen up there, cause there's been a lot of hens there. I like glassed hens in that spot from the road. If I put a hen there, they see the hen. I figured eventually they'd come around and they did. And I purposely didn't overcall. I just yeah. called one in a while. Yep. Yeah. You have a you don't know what the brand the decoy was you had do
0: you Dan That nice one you bought? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember what it was. It, it was a yeah. decoy, though. I think it was like yeah. 96. Yeah, I have some Avian X ones that are really uh, realistic. And then Scott was telling me that uh, DSD I think makes good ones and Hot Hig- Higdon or something like that. Mm-hmm.
1: But you you pay a lot for good decoys. Mm-hmm. They're expensive. But. turkey meat is expensive those tacos you had were uh, high priced Very yeah.
0: we could have uh, went and bought that taco meat uh, for the price
1: of just the shell that I shot it with <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually you know um, it's not like I'm doing bad money wise and I went in and uh, I looked at the shells and I'm like screw that went and bought Winchester yeah I know and I couldn't I move know. It and so and I was like alright I went and bought the them and I shoot one into the target and I'm like okay that's what I need the only reason I bought them was because they were two
0: and three quarter inch and they still had you know the knockdown power that I was looking for I'm sure I'm sure there's other two and three quarter inch shells that would have worked I just didn't that uh,
1: that seemed like my best option for Maddie because I, I heard you underquoted them earlier you said they're 10 bucks a shell they're way yeah. over 10 bucks a shell for what I paid oh really Mine yeah, were paid like bucks for for five. five. how much Over eighty bucks, Jesus! No, mine mine was forty eight dollars for for a a box of uh, five. It was almost the price of my high priced decoy, (laughs) 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 which is just a plastic. You know, maybe I'm just getting old and cheap and don't understand prices no more because everything's like I did. I did buy mine quite a while ago. I didn't wait till turkey season to buy them, Mm.
0: but either way, um. I guess there's probably more to a three-and-a-half inch versus that little 20 gauge 2 two-and-three-quarter. Maybe it is maybe, a lot maybe. more. Um, all right. One more here, I think. Uh, maybe not. There's a few more questions here. Elizabeth says, do you find that turkeys almost always pattern the way does pattern? Like dough pattern? Like come I mean, out in the field a certain way and so stuff. I think I, I kind of get what she's saying maybe
1: like maybe they come out in the fields in the same area that like a group of does would or something like that well the um the toms to me seem more predictable than the the hens Hmm. Um, i don't know what you're seeing but i see the toms strut the same areas i see them Mm -hmm. walk the same areas um like i was telling dave dave's going to come over and uh take over for me and wednesday he's got a tag and I told them the toms are gonna to come down this the grass line, they're gonna go up into Dave's circle around and come back you past you from behind on Dave's, and uh, it's because they do that all the time. But every time I see the hens go out there, they do something different, they just come out wander around and feed, they'll go to the same areas and stuff, but they, they're moving around a lot more, just kind of looking for food all over the place, which I think that toms kind of do too when they're not breeding. But when they're breeding, yeah. they got this like strut area, they got you know. They follow this pattern, they go out to the same places. I mean, they'll follow the hens around and they'll end up in odd places, but they seem a lot more patternable than a hen. They, they mm-hmm. do seem to follow patterns pretty well. Matter of fact, uh, when, we were, when we were running gunning, um, back in the old days, me and Dave, I mean, we went through these years where we'd drive around and we'd hunt the same properties and same spots over and over again. And there weren't a lot of turkeys and you'd have certain spots where you'd see turkeys and what we found out is when you'd shoot that turkey, there wouldn't be a turkey there anymore. No it was like that whole time, that was the same turkey. You know, maybe even for a couple of years. Yeah. You know, you shoot this big tom, and all of a sudden they're in a turkey there the next year. And it's like every year there's a turkey, and you realize it's been the same turkey. You, you know what I mean? They just show up in the same spots. You know, they, they got a pattern. Yeah. All right. That's all the questions. That's it? Wow. Yeah. We've been on here for almost an hour and a half, so that's about normal. I thought we'd get more questions for Maddie. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, man. I don't know a whole lot. I was
2: just...
1: but Thanks for getting on. It was yeah. fun to have you uh, on. Yeah. I like the experience. I, I like that uh first time hunter, not first time hunter. I know you hunted a lot, but that yeah. first turkey and stuff, that's kind of just a cool experience and stuff and
2: all.
1: Yeah. 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 It was fun. Yeah. No, yeah.
2: just, I don't know. Had a good time with Josh. I mean, just fun going out there, the two of us and
1: doing all that. And, I mean, just kind of joking around about Seth, too. It's just fun. Yep. Yeah, I, on, you know, of, um, yeah. I think I got the... I, there's things about me that people like, like on the show. And I think what people really like about Josh on the on the show, and and certainly what I like about him, is the family aspect that he brings to the show. Like, he's always got Huck involved. He's getting you involved. And I just, mm. I just love that, um, family atmosphere because I think that that's, uh, great for the audience to see, because I want other people to involve their families in the hunting and stuff too, because that's the way it yeah. should be. It, it, that whole old, old school, um, macho man hunter thing is, is gone.
2: Yeah.
1: People need to include their families and that's, it's really, uh, you, you know, um, I hate the aspect of like guys that go out drinking with guys and stuff like that, and they leave the wives at home or whatever, and try to control them and stuff. Where this is something you can do that's wholesome, and the whole family can get involved and stuff. And I just love the atmosphere you guys got. It's it kind of reminds me of my childhood. You don't see that up here no more. Like when yeah, I go down man. to you, it's like an old time time family. Yeah, you guys and nice. like my parents did when they they were your age. You know, like, yeah. And yeah. I was a kid, everybody would come over and hunt and stuff. And, like, you got friends and stuff that come over and, you, you know, you, you put on a meal and stuff. And it's it's just a cool atmosphere. So yeah. Um, yeah. I love the whole aspect of um, what you bring to the table as a um, family atmosphere. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. Mm-hmm. That yeah.
0: means a lot. Yeah. It's a, uh, I don't
1: know. It's not, not, not really anything to think about. It's
2: just. Yeah.
1: Um. I don't know.
2: Kind of always been a part of our relationship though too. Well, if
1: I just well that's read. why it's great. It's because it's natural. You're not trying to put on a show or play a character. Yeah. yeah. What that's what's great about yeah. it. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and that was. I remember actually one of the first times I I don't know, and this may seem cheesy or something, but one of the first times I went turkey hunting with Josh he got so excited over just hearing this gobble, like you couldn't see the turkey or anything, just hearing the gobble and just seeing him get that excited about something like like he couldn't even see, and turkey isn't number one brand, you know, like deer hunting is, so like seeing him get that lit up about a turkey, I was like, okay, I get it now, like after that I was like, all right, yeah, I get why you're so like gung-ho about this, like, and I am like, I don't know, how could you not support it after that, so that's, yeah.
0: Yep. Did you did you uh, do you want to talk about your, your first time like killing a turkey or anything? Or I guess we kind of covered it, but yeah. Was it what you expected or was it? Like... Yeah,
2: I mean it was it was quick. It was quick, but it was yeah. fun. I mean, the honestly, were... but the memory of that hunt won't be shooting the turkey. It's gonna be everything like, yeah. like I said, like the whole time. It was just fun, like being out there with you and like the fact that it just like flew in over her head, like it was just yeah. a neat way and like hearing all the birds in the morning like I said that was just that yeah. was just
0: cool
1: yeah the shot is such a tiny part of it exactly it's true with everything really yeah. how was it like uh, uh getting your first deer Maddie
2: hmm. oh well, I gotta remember that's been years and years ago well my first deer I don't actually you shot
0: it with a bow and it yeah. was uh Remember we had I got yes, lost. Yes, yes,
2: yes. Again, it's the story because of like, like I don't even remember the exact shot as much as I remember. Um, so it I did well. I guess I didn't make a great shot, and so it ran forever. And just being um, my first year, like we were bound to turn to find it, and so it was like I don't know how far away she ended up being. It was a doe, but she was trailed forever away but anyways we trailed it trailed it we did find her but then to drag it back josh was dragging it and i was holding both of our bows because we were both hunting so like he's dragging it by himself Pre
0: pre cell phone on x all yeah. that stuff it
2: was. and he's dragging it dragging it dragging it and i'm just following him expecting he'll he knows where he's going and then he comes up to this fence and he's like what in the world he's like i don't he goes let me hop this and go he goes there's a road up here let me go see so then he goes and he's like ah we're all the way around that wherever we were. I drove um, it the
0: wrong way. Yeah, all the time. way
2: around this, and then I think we did have phones or whatever, but you could just so you called your mom to come pick us up On that road, road yeah. not where like we were dropped off, but and then like after the fact. So of course this is when we're like dating and stuff, and but I just assume he knew directions there in that area better. But I was like, well, I wondered when you started dragging it, you were going the opposite way of when we came in, like when we. He goes, I thought. I drug her the same way we like came up on her. I'm like, Oh no, I just assumed you do like a shortcut. or something. Because, So I didn't say anything. So I'm sitting there like thinking, Oh, this must be easier. And I was like, man, this is, I mean, I knew we tracked her a long way, but so that, like that whole story, I guess I remember even more than shooting her. I, I don't know. Yeah, I remember having some really good sets um, in the snow and just remembering being like, just in awe, like how pretty it was. And just like, I don't know, kind of finding my love for nature, um, like hunting with them. Cause I, I was outside a lot as a kid, but I was, um, I actually grew up in the city and I mean, I had some exposure to, I guess, more of like farms and stuff like that, but not directly my family. So,
0: yep.
2: yeah, I just, that's what made me enjoy it. Just being out there and getting to experience a whole different side of like, yeah, outside <laughs> and earth and nature and everything so yep i think my first book i think we probably talked about this last time we were on but it wasn't i don't want to say it wasn't that exciting but there wasn't much
0: yeah it was just a little a forky that that came in and she shot it and ran like 30 yards and fell over dead. it was
2: there i mean it made me feel confident about my shooting abilities but other than that there wasn't much to the it wasn't a cool like it didn't come in any cool way or anything like that. Yeah. It was just neat, but nothing.
0: Okay. Yep. Yeah. We better get off here, guys. Our dog's uh, freaking out <laughs> in the house for some reason. So
2: he's not happy that we're not paying attention to <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, everybody. Thanks for getting on tonight. And we'll talk to you, I guess, here in a few days probably. See ya. See ya. All right.